welcome back to the Northeast Newscast. This week, we're joined by Jamie Arnold, who is the founder of Glass Bandit, a glass recycling service in Kansas City. This episode was made possible by Shemekas Online Market in Delhi. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to learn more about how you got the idea to start this glass recycling service. You do pickups throughout the city. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't one of those things where there was like one thing that made me do it. It was kind of a lot of things that just added up. Um, one of which was I was just talking to a guy that was doing some work. Uh, I think he was doing some work with Boulevard actually. And, you know, they started Ripple Glass and his uh, task was just trying to get people to recycle glass. And he asked me, I'm like, well, curbside, isn't that the obvious choice? And then, so that was part of it. And then I also was in the uh, MBA program at UMKC and there's a, uh, my focus was entrepreneurship and there's a lot of classes just focused on idea generation. And so that was another thing that kind of came up was Kansas City needs glass recycling pickup service. So that was an idea I, uh, I used in that class and I actually was able to use the MBA program really to kind of help develop the business and really help launch it so nice i feel like you know for a city this size it's surprising that we didn't have something like this earlier yeah i i mean i think you know at one point in time glass was part of the regular recycling program and then it went away and or you know they i think what they did was they actually brought in cardboard and glass was left out as a result um but yeah it definitely left the need there that nothing really no solution was founded for a lot for a long time. I mean, Ripple brought out the dumpsters, and that definitely filled the need. But uh, you know, there's still ways to fill, you know fill the gaps. Yeah, especially the convenience factor. You know, I feel like people would probably be way more incentivized to recycle if they didn't have to collect it and go drop it off somewhere or drive it across town. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Um, so what year did you start Glass Bandit and uh, how did you choose the name? Okay, so it was, we're a little more than six years old. So it was, you know, summer 2014 that we officially launched and Glass Bandit, my wife gets credit for that. She was the one that came up with the name. Uh, I don't really remember how we got to it. Uh, but I do know she has to get the credit for the name. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just browsing through your website earlier and your mascot's a dog. Yeah, Is that, that your dog? Yeah, that's Nancy. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so since 2014, you know, how much have you grown? How, what did you start with and where are you now? Sure. So I, I think, you know, I first pickup, I probably had 20 customers so not many, and now we have over 3,000 accounts. Uh, you know, and some of those accounts are also like the City of Mission Woods or some HOAs, so there's, you know, hundreds of stops within those one account. So I think right now, if you count apartments as well, we probably have close to, you know, 4,000 homes in Kansas City we serve. That's awesome. That's such a big need that was there and is now being met, you know, probably not everywhere because people just don't even know about it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, we definitely have, our presence is known in certain parts of town, like we're really big in Brookside. We are 
we are growing here in the Northeast as well. Um, so, yeah, there's still a lot of people that don't know about us, but then there's people that, you know, they see our yellow bins out and, you know, that's how we're finding our customers now is they're seeing us. So there is one way or another, they're stumbling across us. Sure. And for residential, you know, like houses and stuff, it gets picked up on trash day, right? So that makes it even more convenient. We, we try to coordinate it with trash day. Uh, it doesn't always work out. Uh, here in the Northeast, you know, trash days are, if you're in like the Pendleton, Pendleton Heights area, it's Tuesday, uh, which we do coordinate. And then the rest of the Northeast, it's split between a Wednesday and Thursday trash day, but we put it all on Wednesday. So we don't, we're not completely coordinated with trash day, but we, we try to do it. Sure. So with the residential program, uh, can you explain to me the pay your own price or choose your own price model? Yeah. So the name your own monthly price. We know basically the idea is we really just want to encourage people to recycle their glass and we want it to accumulate as many customers as possible. Uh, and we know not everyone goes through the same amount of glass. And so they might value the service differently. You know, you have on one end of the block, you have basically the frat house that all these, you know, guys are always partying and they'll fill up two tubs and then on the other end you might have the little old lady who breaks a mason jar every now and then so their needs are different but you know if we're going down that block to pick up for the frat house every other week you know maybe that little old lady's willing to pay a few bucks for us to pick up her you know her glass bean that we're on the block anyway so the idea was really get as many people participating as possible and you know it'll work itself out sure and so for me for example i live in an apartment building Mm -hmm. and we don't have any type of recycling right now if i wanted to you know get my apartment building to start recycling how would i you know connect them with you uh you know it's usually just working with a property manager um you know, if if you got us in touch with him or her, we can try to set up a program. We work with a number of apartment buildings and condo buildings in the area already, so it's usually pretty easy. It's just a, if they want to offer it to to their residents. Sure, and you know, my my use, I would probably compare it to the little old lady, <laughs> but with you know a dozen to a hundred units in a building, that really adds up and makes a difference, don't you think? Definitely, definitely. So what are the, some of the reasons that people, you know, should make the effort to recycle their glass? Um, well, I mean, if you if you just look online and search, you know, glass recycling facts, you'll find some of the common ones that you'll come across are, you know, glass can be recycled endlessly. So if you turn glass into, you take glass, a bottle, a beer bottle, you can turn that into a beer bottle again. And it's, it's 100% recyclable. Now, uh, you know, we take it to Ripple and most of the times it, for the majority of glass going to Ripple ends up into uh, fiberglass insulation. So it's, it's being repurposed, but it's not, it, it might not be endlessly recycled, but it's still finding a new purpose. And then, you know, from the other end, if it, if you don't recycle your glass, it's more than likely ending up in a landfill. And, you know, if you go back to those, those glass facts you find online, they'll say it takes a hundred 
or it takes a million years for glass to decompose in a landfill. So, uh, you know, really it's an effort just to, you know, reduce, uh, you know, it's an effort to reduce landfill waste. Sure. And especially in areas like the Northeast and other urban core areas, it also, I would think, cuts down on, you know, the broken glass in the gutter or on the sidewalk or just in general. Uh, I, I'd like to think that it's, you know, I, I really don't know though. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our problems that we're always, you know, trying to work on here is there's so much litter and so much dumping and all those things. And any way that we can cut down on that is a win in my book, I think. <laughs> Definitely. So I saw on your website also that you have yellow bin pages. Yeah. Can you explain to me what that is? Yellow bin pages. Uh, it's the yellow pages for Glass Bandit customers. So anyone that's a customer, if they have their own business or service, anything they, you know, do on the, you know, it could be their main business. It could be something they do on the side. Uh, if they want to help get the word out there, you know, we'll we'll put it on our website. Um, you know, it needs a little work because it, it started off, you know, with only like... 10 people or so on there and it's filled up so I, I, I need to go back in and kind of reorganize it <laughs> and make it a little easier to browse through but you know the idea is your work you know you can if you're interested in a realtor or something like that you need a realtor you can go there and you can say oh well these people are fellow glass bandit customers and it'd be cool to work with them yeah so that seems like your reorganization seems like a good time for anyone else to jump in there if they want to yeah want to start up service and get their name out there um so you mentioned the glass that you recycle goes to ripple glass which is kansas city's main glass recycling place right yeah they have the only plant in pretty much the midwest okay that's crazy to think about um what what else can you tell me about them what do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> like you said, it went to insulation. Yeah, so majority of their glass uh, goes to Owens Corning, and it's used for fiberglass insulation, which goes into like new builds. Um, I think I want to say it's like eighty-five to ninety percent of the glass ends up going there, and then the rest goes to a company called our dog or the majority of the remaining goes to our dog and they make bottles so beer okay. bottles and i think that ends up going back to boulevard so it's kind of a full cycle of you know if you're buying boulevard beer it will once again become a beer bottle from boulevard that's pretty cool and it stays local too which yeah. is nice i'm sure that um you know, everybody loves the local, the local breweries, the local, yeah, whatever they can get. <laughs> and then they even have a small portion of their glass goes to another company right next door to Ripple, uh, recycled surfaces, I think they're called, and they make uh, countertops using okay. recycled glass. And I actually have one of theirs, one of their countertops in uh, a bathroom in my house. Nice. So, how many people do you have on staff right now that help collect glass? Uh, four drivers for the whole city that seems crazy <laughs> yeah yeah they're uh every day is a little different you know we'll have 
three trucks going tomorrow and Friday, but today we just have one truck going. It's it varies. Um, I think today we have about 200 stops that are one drivers handling himself, and we're in the Northeast today actually. So you might see him driving around in our new uh, our new Ram 5500 big red red cool. dump truck. <laughs> um, and do you have a like a physical location of your own or is it just they grab, really. grab it and take it to Rebel? Yeah, I mean, we we have a place in South Kansas City where we keep our trucks um, and it has a little office space. I mean, your office is maybe bigger to give you an <laughs> idea of, you know, the, the size. It's not too, it's really almost a storage closet. So, uh, you know, they go in there and they, get the keys and whatnot for the day and that's it yeah sure um is a lot of your business south or is it mostly like like so the majority of our customers are in the brookside waldo area i think between those two we have maybe 1400 homes that we serve something close to that so that's why, you know, that's tomorrow and Friday. Those are our two busiest days, and sure. we have three trucks going both of those days. That's great. So is that where you started the business? You know, was that the area you focused on when you first got started? No, I live in Westwood. So I just started with my my own block and Fairway, and then Prairie Village, and then... I think that's when I, and then maybe Leewood, part of Leewood, and I think I was did all that before I moved into Missouri, but then Missouri just blew up. Like that Brookside Waldo area, they're big drinkers. <laughs> I won't tell them you said that. <laughs> I think they're proud of it. So it's time to take a break to thank our sponsors. Shemekas Online Market in Delhi, offering catering and nationwide shipping at shemekasonline.com. Find their new deli at 16th and Swift in North Kansas City. Shemekas, where customers become friends and friends become family. And now back to the newscast. If you were to envision the future of Glass Bandit, what would you what would you expect to see, you know, within the next 10 years? Oh, uh, that's not a fair question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I barely can think a year out. Uh, 10 it's years. hard to think of the future in yeah. any concept right now, yeah. especially it's, today. Right. Uh, you know, every so business has been growing like crazy, and I, I, I see that really continuing at this rate for at least the next few years. Um, you know, I, I think at some point we're starting to get more and more interest from municipalities. Uh, we did a pilot program with Prairie Village uh, earlier this year, and you know more HOAs seem to be getting interested. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be there's going to be a shift from the individual household uh, signing up, and it, we're going to see more municipalities and HOAs uh, taking charge and making it a service they provide the residents similar to, you know, other trash and recycling services. Sure. Do you think that would kind of simplify the process for you to have, you know, a direct contact for an entire area? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Simplify. Sure. Definitely. Um, you know, there's, there's pros and cons with it and 
simplification is definitely a pro. Cool. So if people want to sign up for the service, where would they get the yellow bin? Sure. The best way to sign up is to just go to our website, glassbandit.com. And yeah, you fill out your information. We won't even take your payment information right away. We won't bill you until after your first pickup. So after you sign up, and again, you can name your own monthly price. We list $7 a month as our preferred price, but you can do as little as $3 a month. Uh, but once you sign up, I'll review your information, make sure you're in our service area, uh, make sure everything looks good, and then I'll email you back with you know, an overview of the service, you know, pickups every other week, potentially on more than likely on your trash day. Uh, and then we, I typically try to get the bin over to them before their first pickup. Uh, sometimes it's dropped off the day of pickup, depending on just how close we are to that pickup date. Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it seems like something that more people would be willing to do once they figure out, you know, what the deal is. You know, I feel like people who have heard of it even think, oh, maybe not in my area, or maybe that's too much hassle, or maybe it's too expensive. But it seems like all those things you have a solution for. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> our mission is to make glass recycling convenient and affordable. So, you know, really, we're trying to give people no excuse to recycle their glass, you know, and it, a lot of people still prefer to just take it to Ripple, which is totally fine. It's, you know, whatever works for you, but we are so cheap that, I mean, it's, if you factor in, you know, gas and just the value of your time to, you know, do it all on your own, you, you got to ask yourself, it, you know, maybe it's worth hi hiring Glass Bandit. Sure. So is a majority of your, um, pickups like you said beer bottles and things like that or does it venture into you know other types of glass like windows and you know things like that majority is definitely alcohol bottles you know wine beer liquor bottles uh, we do get a good amount of candles you know the candle jars mason jars pickle you name it. Uh, we do get some windows. Windows are a little trickier. We don't see them as often, but, uh, you know, because they can't have laminates on it, you know, couldn't be like a car windshield. Uh, and it, it's not supposed to have the framing on it. So sure. if it's an old window, you got to bust the glass out of the wooden frame. So we don't see that as much, but, um, you know, it's, it's mostly the beer and wine bottles. Can people still recycle like broken glass yeah i mean it's getting broken anyway yeah we <laughs> we put, we just toss it into the truck so it's it's breaking in there sure uh and then as soon as we dump it at ripple they have like a, a front loader that just crushes it and they drive over it so <laughs> yeah it's okay if it's broken uh i i i would say it's better not to uh just because it is then less likely to get on the road or something like that or you know, spill out in any way, or, you know, if it's maybe it, if it was a broken beer bottle and the liquids would make it stick to the bottom of the bin and then you have it stuck, broken glass stuck to the bin. So, yeah. uh, it's better not to break it, but it's, if it is, it's not an issue. And would you recommend people to, you know, clean their glass first? Would it make your job easier? No, no, just emptied, emptied. Awesome. Um, there's a lot of restaurants around town that obviously use a lot of glass. Do you service any type of restaurant or, you know, commercial business? Yeah, we do commercial pickup. Um, 
some bars and restaurants, uh, event spaces, that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, we have a handful in the area and we just got a new, uh, the new Ram 5500 I mentioned has a special cart tipper for our commercial carts. So makes it easier. Uh, Zach, our driver who does the commercial pickup is loving the new truck. <laughs> I'm sure. It's a bit easier than the old way. That's super nice. Um, so are all of your employees, you know, Kansas City area people? Yeah. Yeah, they're all um, they're all raised here. So I think I'm the only one that yeah, I'm the only one that wasn't. <laughs> um, and I saw something about an ambassador program on your website. Yeah. Are you guys doing that? Yeah, then that's actually how um, we got into the Northeast. We had uh, one or two people that signed up to be ambassador, and they got the word out through, you know, Nextdoor, or, you know, the Northeast uh, Facebook group page and some other avenues. And basically we had, I think, you know, 30, 40 people in the Northeast all of a sudden pre-register for Glass Bandit. And it's all all because of two ambassadors, I think. And so that's that's how we get into these new areas is just people recruiting. And then as, um, you know, thanks to them, if, if they get 12 people, uh, we give them free pickup for a year. So it pays. Nice. There's more advantages than, you know, obviously getting yeah. your neighbors to recycle. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So to pre-register, you know, that's kind of like put me on the list for whenever my area has enough people in it. Yeah. To make it, you know, make sense to come out this direction. Right. It's kind of like, um, remember when Google Fiber was rolling out and every neighborhood had to pre-register and then whoever had the most pre-registrations would get Google Fiber first. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar to that where, you know, we go based on demand. So... Um, you know, in order to get in the Northeast, I determine, well, we need, you know, at least 30 people interested, something like that. I, I don't remember what the number was then, but um, we surpassed that <laughs> easily thanks to those ambassadors. But Sure. So, well, I just moved here from New York, and in New York, they have a program where you can return your bottles and cans yeah. for money. Sure. Um, but you know, Missouri has nothing like that. Do you think that's something that you would hope to see in the future? I think it's good incentive. I think it, it works well in New York and a lot of European countries do that as well. Um, yeah, I, I do think it encourages people to recycle their glass. And from my point of view, from the end, I don't think it would hurt my industry at all. You know, I think we still offer that convenience aspect um and even you know those machines you gotta do one at a time and i've seen they're off they're often broken (laughs) so yes (laughs) so they're not perfect either but it is another solution so i'd be for it cool and you mentioned that you got this idea when you were in school how did you know kind of forming the idea while you were learning about it in real time help you build your business stronger? Um, I think just a lot of it was really just kind of being able to set time aside for it. 
you know, so many, so often you might have something like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, if only I had more time. And this really kind of made me focus on it. But, you know, it was really part of my homework because some, a lot of it was, you know, develop a business plan and you needed an idea for it. So it's kind of like, it kind of forced me to develop it. I, now I already forgot what your question was. I don't even know if I answered it. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, do you think a lot of other students have taken those ideas and those like homework problems they had to solve and uh, turn them into businesses? Some, some did. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any too many examples. Uh, one guy had like something to do with a golf bag. <laughs> He's a customer now. That's why I re- I'm kind of remembering him, but they all, yeah, everyone has different ideas. I, I've never, I, I can't remember if they were, how, how many of them actually pursued it or not. So when you started the program, did you anticipate coming out of it with a new business? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, that's the idea of, you know, I, my focus was in entrepreneurship. So that was kind of the idea, you know, is, or I need, I need to pave my own way. You know, I, I used to work for the bank, for Commerce Bank, and I, I, I wasn't the best employee. <laughs> I, I just didn't see a future there. Uh, so I kind of came to the realization that, all right, if I want to grow my career, I, I got to I gotta take do it myself. Like, I, it's not going to work out here, and I can't expect the it's going to necessarily work anywhere else. I'd rather, you know, put it in my own hands. Yeah. How do you like working for yourself? Like, is it, does it take any certain qualities to be able to do that? Um, it's hard to shut it off. You know, it's, it, you're always on. I love it because it's, it's my thing. It's, it's now like who I am. It's, <laughs> I'm the glass guy. <laughs> it's my identity in Kansas city. Uh, but it, you know, it's, it's, it is part of my life. So it's, it's ongoing. It's, um, you know, there's, I can't, I couldn't tell you how many hours a week I work because I feel like I'm always kind of working. Or thinking about work. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. So it's like, you know, before when I worked at the bank, it was, you know, 40 hours a week, you know, eight to five every day. And then after five, it's just like, I'm a free man, you know? And, now it's just like it's just always on my mind it's uh so you really you know if you're gonna work for yourself you got to really understand like uh at least in the early on stages of your business that it's it's gonna engulf your life sure how do you manage your expectations you know you start a business and obviously you want it to succeed but oh you know how do you Keep a, keep a level head while you go through that starting process. <laughs> or do you not? <laughs> so, uh, easy to obtain goals. <laughs> Just things that you can, you know, you can achieve, you know, really kind of boost that self-esteem. <laughs> uh, but, yeah... I, I don't really have, I get, yeah, I guess I just don't set the bar too high, maybe. <laughs> Is that a bad thing to say? Like, I, I'm just kind of thinking of, you know, take it one step at a time. Don't, my, my thing, especially early on was, uh, you know, I wanted to grow at a rate I could manage. And I think that was the main thing is just like, I didn't want to get in over my head. Sure. Um, so I, you know, it was just a steady 
real steady growth that I was able to grow into myself. And looking toward the future and, you know, building on that, do you think, like, what other areas do you think will expand to next? Like physical location? Yeah, like neighborhoods. Sure. So we're starting Merriam next month. Or, I mean, this month. Next okay. week we start Merriam. Yeah, it's already November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one area. Um, we're still... We service Overland Park right now, but not all Overland Park. So there's another part of OP that we'll probably expand into pretty soon. A little more than a year ago, we expanded into North Kansas City, and we're still we're gradually moving uh, farther north. Um, But that's that's not really something we're we're pushing. That's kind of just a natural development there. and then recently, uh, South Kansas City and South Leewood, uh, we've really dived into. Sure. Kansas City is such like a long, skinny thing. Yeah. That seems like a lot of miles. <laughs> right. A lot yeah. of ground to cover. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because our driver, he's, he did South Kansas City today and then he comes all the way up to the northeast to finish the afternoon. But Ripple's not far from here, so yeah. it, it kind of works out okay. Seems like a good way to see the whole city. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great way to learn the city, that's for sure. It's, I mean, I, before I even did this, I had had so many driving jobs that there's no better way to learn the city than to just drive drive around. Yeah, it's a good way to get to see the ins and outs of all the little neighborhoods, I think. Definitely. That's cool. Glassbandit.com. And you can also follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just at GlassBanditKC. All right. And that was Jamie Arnold with The Glass Bandit. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. This episode of the Northeast Newscast was made possible by Shemekas Online Market in Delhi.